This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Throughout the nation and around the globe, from his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live on the radio. Here on the Contact Talk Radio Network, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dear James Live. Today, the amazing honor and privilege of speaking with founder Chris Griscom of the Light Institute, the interview. And Chris has been on the show once before, and as always, when you have something of such brilliance, you definitely want to have her back again. But we also wanted to cover in depth the work that she has been performing at the Light Institute. So first and foremost, good morning, Chris. How are you? (laughs) Good morning, James, and all of you. I'm so well. Thank you. Uh, It's such an honor and a privilege, as I said, to have you back again, and and for such an epic uh, milestone, if you will, is the 30-year anniversary of the Light Institute, yeah, <laughs> in concert with your birthday. Yes, isn't that fabulous? It's amazing. And so I wanted to let everybody know right up at the top of the hour that you are featuring a, a special anniversary Light Institute intensive at the location in Galisteo, New Mexico. And it's going to be May 15th to the 18th. And tell us a little bit about what's going to happen. I mean, it's this 30-year anniversary. Yes. Well, of course, what happens is you. (laughs) And I wanted to give this gift. I wanted to have as many people who could come and explore what we do in these incarnational sessions. Uh, You know, uh, we always talk about living in the light. And so this intensive is called Living in the Light. Uh, this whole year we're working on clearing parents because that helps to bring us into the light. We come from the light into the wombs of our mothers and we, and we come into this world and we must become the light to pass the legacy to the next generations and out into the planet. So always in our intensives, James, people work on whatever is important to them at the moment so that they can reinvent themselves. Last year, our themes were reinventing the self uh, so that they can expand because what we all need, uh, no matter what level of consciousness we have, uh, we need to expand. We need to embrace life so that there is not so much disharmony, disharmony or fear. And so in our intensive, they will have uh, 12 hours of individual sessions exploring multi-incarnations. We do this because um, it's so important to recognize that the imprints that you carry within you through multi-incarnations of the soul reenact themselves in this lifetime they predispose you to your personality they predispose you to the people that you meet and the circumstances in which you experience life and so by looking at these it's such an adventure james you know i've been doing incarnational work for 58 years 58 years 58 years it's so, it's so impressive but we've got a lot of questions about that as well but go on go on <laughs> so all these years you know imagine the thousands and thousands of people that i have listened to and learned from and and had the honor of witnessing them uh shedding from them and um, 
themes and energies that don't fit their potential at this time. And also discovering that they have gifts, that they have qualities, that they have power, that they have love, that they have energies that they, they don't connect to because they're their emotional mind is so busy chattering in this third dimension, and yet we're, we are multidimensional beings. So they'll have 12 hours of that. Then they'll have a cranial, which is a very subtle technique um, that I've adapted for our work to stimulate your master glands. A person like you, with all of your master glands at full tilt, you know, has that opportunity to see past, present, future. Uh, but everyone needs to open that third eye, if you will, or open that, that intuitive energy. That soul so self, have, that kind of soul self connection. That, oh, so well put. Absolutely. And then every day, twice a day, we will meet together with me and uh, just, you know, and play together and explore and illuminate uh, conversations that need to be illuminated. And then we end with a fire walk. Uh, if, if the weather is good, and it usually is. And we do that and we don't do a huge one. It's not a beating your Tarzan chest or anything. <laughs> well, I was fascinated by the fire walk. When I saw that, I was like, hmm, I want to know more about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, my four-year-old son who has five planets in fire or six planets in fire started walking at four. So it's not a, it's not a hype or anything. The reason that we do it is that here you have uh, opened up to these avenues, to these qualities that you have, to these and when you walk across the fire you realize that you are a miracle and that your body is a miracle I'm writing a book about that right now how important it is to to come into our bodies in a new way now on this planet just bones and blood and flesh but that our bodies link us to the invisible worlds and so the intensive living in the light is a chance to actually uh, your sense of self in the world, and to walk away from uh, this lovely time in Galisteo, uh, really feeling uh, the energy of your potential and coming to a place where you can admire yourself. People are too hard on themselves. We judge ourselves. We punish ourselves. We need a lot more uh, delight. <laughs> we need a lot more ecstasy uh, and rapture and bliss. And that's what happens when you pull away the veil for yourself and explore these many uh, incarnations of the soul. That's what it's about. It's, and it's really interesting because, you know, in our body form, if you will, we're in our densest um, yes. Our densest light, if you will, we're in 3D, yes. And, yes. <laughs> and here's this connection or this opportunity to connect to your higher self, to your ex your limitlessness, your expansion, That's your right. soul and, self. Absolutely, and through the body, James. You know, all of our religions and all of our history have all imprinted in us, just get out of your body. It's not worthy. It's dirty. It's not godly. And it's the opposite of that. You know, it, embodiment it, it, is the closest energy. It's the only way to recognize your soul energy and to evolve the soul. Indeed. And, and in, the, in the awareness or to coming into this awareness, and I've talked about this on previous shows, where you actually understand your soul created the body. Yes. You know, and it was in harmony with, you know, foundational love and then the harmony of the fact that you, what is it that you wanted to learn and experience while yes. being 
incarnate in this body. That's right. And how courageous we are. You know, the angels don't do it. Uh, a lot of other beings, sentient beings, don't come into the third dimension into in this kind of uh, texture, textural consciousness. And uh, it is amazing when we begin to realize that through higher levels of consciousness within the 70 senses that at the Light Institute and at the Nijoni uh, Institute, 70 senses of perception. We can flow back and forth. We can use our body in subtle ways. So we don't have to feel that our body is this dense thing that its purpose is to give us lessons by punishing or hurting us. You know, the body doesn't want to do that, but it is in concert with the soul. And the more that we incorporate that energy, the less we need to continue these more negative experiences. I would love for people to to begin to embrace their bodies and thereby heal their bodies and not be afraid that they're going to have physical pain or that they're going to die. Indeed, and, and it's something because it's, it's a beautiful piece that you're tying into. The, the previous two weeks on the show, um, along with uh, an amazing uh, featured guest that I have, Dr. Jan, we covered, uh-huh. we, we titled the show Beauty and the Beast. And it was oh, all about, it. it was all about the understanding of the fact that you are a soul, you created this body, because there's such, you know, there was um, something like 4% of women worldwide, 4% of women um, liked or felt that they were beautiful, which meant 96% did not. The reason for that is that um, the conversation or the imprints about beauty from the outside they come from their family from their culture and uh so if you can imagine in an incarnational format how many bodies that you've had i i've known many women who were exquisitely beautiful from all cultures who had that feeling that they were not and sometimes what they would discover which is fascinating james when they looked at why do you not embrace your or see that in yourself. They would see that in other lifetimes, they actually misused that beauty. Maybe they wielded their sexual energy uh, to the to the harm of others, or they they used the beauty uh, as a way of um, aligning to something that, of course, could not be carried through. So once they were able to get the the, the cosmic giggle, mm. you know. Uh, themselves and saying, and this is really true, James. So often they would say, I will never allow myself to do too much ego. And they would have a list of because, because, because I did this, I did that. Instead of just releasing all of that and embracing that, in fact, all, all bodies are beautiful because all bodies express the purpose of the soul. It, uh, it, so brilliantly said. That is exactly that. There are no mistakes in what was chosen and in what form it came into creation, and that yes, and, you know it's, ahead, it's, it's di- well, it's, and that it's divine. It, it's divinity at play. You know, yes. it's it's chosen for such a brilliant reason, even if it comes in the cloak of opposites. And the, the fascinating thing for me in this fifty-eight years of incarnational work is that once we begin to embrace. What a gift it is to be in body, whether it's beautiful or it's ill or whatever, you know, it can change, James. We have a set of sessions uh, that that uh, embrace family DNA. Uh, it's called uh, uh, psychogenetics. And I have been again and again thunderstruck myself looking at the physical changes in people in four days. And I go through this process of what have they inherited physically 
spiritually from their parents or grandparents or cultures, and suddenly their physical body begins to shift. You know, is that that they see themselves in a different way and that creates the permission? Uh, or is it in releasing uh, all of the density that you've held, your true beauty comes through and you actually change physically and visibly uh, the way you present in this world. It's amazing. Well, and, and that was something because, uh, you know, um, which we had mentioned on the, the last show when I had you on, but, you know, I was, I, I went to the Institute in uh, June of, of last year of 2014. Yes. And one of the most, you know, and that was, you know, uh, the, it was your expansion year, meaning, you know, um, yes. that was the expansion of self was what the theme was. And yes. the very interesting thing that I found after the first session I had, and it's directly tied to what you were just saying, is when I, and I, I think I said to my light uh, facilitator, Amy, I said, okay, we have to stop. And I mean, it was, we were supposed to go a full three hours, and I think we were at two hours 30 or something. And I uh-huh. was like, okay, 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 I have to stop, I have to stop. And what I didn't realize was how physically um, contorted my uh-huh. body was mm-hmm. on the table doing the mm-hmm. work. And, mm-hmm. and the beauty of how you realize what you're holding, what you're, you know, what you're physically, your physical body is, is holding these, these lead throughs, <laughs> these ties. Absolutely. It's, it was, it's incredible. Oh, it was incredible work. I mean, it was truly for, for everyone listening the work at the Light Institute is uh, transformational. It's it's so much more. That's the the first word that I can bring because you realize that you're going to walk through, as Chris has just said, you're going to walk through from the emotional body, the physical body, you know, the mental, the mental of it all that you transform. It, it's it's such amazing work. I want to go to a quick quote that you have on your website, Chris, that says the human creative potential is unlimited. With it, we can sculpt the universe. We mm-hmm. ourselves are the stars of evolution. Oh. oh, thank you for bringing that quote. It, it inspires me to, to hear it, you know. I always feel that all of my quotes come from my higher self. But to imagine ourselves sculpting the universe and being the stars. And this is true, James. It's true. Again, that we have this uh, predilection to actually come into form and to recognize that all of your experience back to the unmanifest, they change the streaming and the, and the chaos and the together of all of the essence energies of, of the universe and the cosmos. And, and I think Chris too, there's a disconnect that people, again, there's, there's so many that, I think there's multiple camps on this, but you know, that people don't understand. They think of themselves as a 3D body, you know, that, Mm -hmm. that they don't see themselves as energy. They don't see themselves as a soul. They have a soul. Mm -hmm. Yes, of course I have a soul, but they, in that statement, they are disconnected from it. Absolutely. And, And so here's this brilliance in that quote of, of realizing no, we're the stars of evolution. You, you are energy. You are a soul. And everything that you do is sculpting and shaping not only yourself, but the greater whole. That's right. That there, of course, there's a purpose to the soul to be embodiment. And again, my higher self always says simply in third dimensional terms, what happens to you happens to me. 
And as we begin to recognize that when you smile at someone or when you're angry at someone, you influence yourself and in them and you change what is going on in the planet. And it's important for us to recognize that we are all, one and all, agents of change at this time. So when people begin to have the experience, and here's the thing about our work, it's about experience, your experience of it. You know, how, however that is for you at any moment, that's what makes it true for you. And it makes you begin to, to take a deep breath and, and feel, yes, I belong. All humans uh, are born to belong. We want to belong to each other. We want to belong. We want to belong to our body, though most of us are talking heads and have long since disconnected from our physical bodies. That's why you and I are working this way. And, and also, we belong as, as souls to all that ever will be, ever has been in any dimension. And, and there's a beauty, Chris, as well, in really coming to understand, because when you ask most people, um, and certainly at their, you know, at any point in their life, and certainly at what, quote unquote, end of life, you know, mm-hmm. you, what's their one thing? They wanted to know they mattered. That's they right. wanted to know that their existence, that they somehow mattered and left an imprint. And the interesting thing is, once we start understanding that both sides of the veil, as I, as mm-hmm. I call it, it's, <laughs> yes. a two, you know, it's a two-way street. We're not, we're not 3D bodies on a one-way route. You know, there's, right. There is a continuum. There is a loop. Um, you know, there is the symbol of eternity, the beautiful, the rings. You know, why yes. is it a ring? It, it, because it's unbroken. It, it never ends. And so once we all start, and, I, and I, I think this is one of the greatest gifts from the Institute, is this understanding of where your, what, your continuum, that things that happened before or in concert, you know, incarnational, mm-hmm. and that are happening now, and that will happen in the future, and they all are interchanged and intertied. It's your tapestry. That's right. And, and to remember that you are weaving the tapestry, eternally weaving that tapestry. You know, James, I've been with many, many people at the moment of their death. And one of the things that I've seen a lot that, that is so beautiful is that uh, they will suddenly say, ah, this is the purpose of my life. Mm. Whether they are seeing a flashback of their lives or they're suddenly, everything is coalescing. At that, at those last few moments, love comes in, and as they feel that love, then a lot of the judgment and the fear and the anger and the, and you know the resentment, it all falls away, and then suddenly they see the purpose of their life because they suddenly feel them. It's at that moment, after this aha, that I often see them pass from their bodies. So, and it's, it's in essence this seeing their higher purpose. It, yes, you know, it's, it's the purpose of the soul, if you will. Here's the, here's what the soul came yes. to experience, yes. and they're and, given that gift. And it's so great because it's beyond the chatter. You know, they're not going over. I said, and you did, and, and they're not making those links. You know, and that's what gives them the purpose. They suddenly relate to all of their experiences and the people in their lives, and very often beyond beyond yeah. because people come for them indeed they, they come for them so i, I want we're going to go to a quick station break you're listening to dear james live it is the light institute with founder chris griscomb and the interview we'll be right back after this station break 
desire to be more consciously enlightened is innate. Do you feel there's more to life? If so, find the resource that's right for you by going to dearjames.com slash resources. You are the reality you create. Make it a great one. When you ask a question, the universe hears you, and in a multitude of ways, they seek to communicate with you to provide the intuitive insight, answers, and advice you seek. From serious to silly, monumental to mundane, there's nothing the universe can't cover. Maybe the insight you receive is exactly the affirmation you were looking for. Then again, it may just give you a whole new perspective on things. And that's the beauty of the universe. Submit your question to Dear James at DearJames.com and click Ask. The gift of giving is immeasurable. Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Available for private, individual, group, and corporate consultations, Dear James will provide you with the intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Schedule your consultation by going to www.dearjames.com and click on Consultation. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live, the interview with Chris Griscombe with the Light Institute. We are celebrating 30 years at the Light Institute and 58-plus years of soul service by Chris Griscombe. And as I said many times, to sit before Chris is to sit before a master. Um, The wisdom and just the universe that is within encapsulated within her spirit and her energy is limitless and profound. So Chris, I know that you hold two different styles of intensives. There are private sessions and then there are these intensives. So I wanted you to kind of go into the different options, if you will, at the light Institute when people come mm-hmm. year round and so forth. Well, and the difference is that in an intensive, you're still doing the private work, just as if you were coming to work with a facilitator. You have those 12 hours that are private to you, and then you have these other things added to it. But when you work privately with a facilitator, there are many, many options. Typically, we begin with what we call the higher self session, which allows your own intuitive essence, your higher self, to show you lifetimes that relate to the theme that you're working on in your life right now. Maybe you need to expand or be healthy or uh, come into a relationship or something like that, and that would come. Then typically we do the clearing of the parents, which I am very much focusing on this year, um, because 
I find that when we can recognize and release our parents, you know, we travel groups and we travel with our parents and again into body. Sometimes they are our parents, our children, always our lovers, always, both male and female, our teachers, our enemies. And so they have a powerful influence in how we sculpt our soul lessons. So we clear our parents, which is fascinating. Uh, and then we do the inner parents. Those are essence sessions. When we become the parent, lifetimes, imagine, James, focusing on the lifetimes in which the soul's purpose was parenting. What is it to give birth this is so illuminating for man to have the experience of giving birth or suckling a child or, or feeling that universal energy of mothering or universal energy of fathering. You know, it really helps in your body in your lifetime now to be able to wield those energies. And then we do inner male and inner female and sexuality. So there are all of these themes, psychogenetics, um, what we've inherited, clearing the grandparents. We have dream that interlocked it's really like the dna you know where the energies flow uh, from one level to the next level to the next level so that there is continuing uh continuance of crossing the veil and receiving energies that support again the evolution of the soul and the reinventing of the self and so it's amazing and Chris, let me let me ask you, because I want to make sure everybody understands, too. When you talk yes. about clearing the parents and when you talk yes. about the, um, you know, clearing the grandparents and so forth. Yes. For them to understand that, in essence, um, your, par- your parents, your grandparents, different things, that your soul group that you're traveling with within, in other incarnations, you have been with these people. They have played other roles, if you will. And so... You know, it's not about because we had this discussion of, that, that it wasn't about you know you're clearing your parents like getting rid of them. You're coming no. to under, you're coming to understand yes. them better. You're That's coming right. to understand your relations. So if you could kind of give you know give the background or you know the knowledge oh. on why these things are important. Oh, thank you. That's so very important because when when you select and it's it's incredible to recognize that from a soul perspective you choose your parents you choose them from a repertoire of lifetimes that you've had with them and so that they become those that give you the guidelines or push you or the lessons that you're choosing to learn and they become the ones that help you to learn them that's why they're so important but let me just tell you how it is that we do it uh, we begin the first day uh, looking at this lifetime uh, how you see them we go back to the moment before conception looking down on them it's amazing for people to realize to, that they actually chose a mother or a father maybe that they never saw in their life or that they chose them and why they chose them and then looking at conception what is the sexual conversation uh, that was going on between your parents and within each of them when you were conceived because that influences you uh, within your physical body then we ask that your parent we start with the parent of the same sex uh, that parent take you into a lifetime that they want to clear with you it could be a lifetime in which they show you that they loved you so much maybe in this lifetime you didn't feel their love so they take you into a lifetime in which they truly loved you or supported you or they take you into a lifetime that they feel guilty about that they didn't love you or that they harmed you or whatever that was 
we allow them to speak to us. And then clearing simply means that we release it energetically. We don't just release it in our head. Aha, now I know it intellectually. No, uh, we release it through light, through the essence energetic uh, of the body. Then we uh, ask our higher selves to show us a lifetime that we need to clear with our parents. Again, it could be a positive one. It could be one that really uh, helps us to say, oh, I have been this to you, and now we'll rebalance that. We can use the energy of that to support our relationships now or to shift them. That's the beauty of it. And then, now we may go, many lifetimes back and forth this way. And then in the end, we always go into a lifetime of perfect harmony and balance so that we really see that we're not just their children in this lifetime, uh, but that we are soul friends, equal soul friends who know how to harmonize, know how to support and love each other from the highest octaves and to actually live within those higher octaves together. And then we exchange gifts. So, for example, James, I have cleared my parents uh, 23 times. Every time I train, I clear my parents. And each time it's amazing and, and illuminating and deeper for me. Imagine that many times, that many lifetimes. My father uh, just passed from his body two nights ago. And in the next uh, few weeks, I will clear him again so that I am really in harmony with the purpose of our lifetime together this time and will release both he and I into a, a, a larger, infinite arena of soul's choices. So that's clearing the parents or clearing your grandparents or clearing anyone. Right, And, and there's such a beauty in that. I mean, I just uh, did a reading for a woman in, in a group setting uh, last uh, on Thursday night and uh, uh -huh. last week and and there was a beauty of that same of being able to see the the parental oversoul yes. and being able to see the gift and and the message that came to her was forget about who I was in this lifetime or or I should say who I wasn't because the gift you know the gift was up here the gift was on the higher soul you know the yes. higher plane yes and for her to hear that and receive that was life-altering. And, and that's exactly what what clearing the parents, you know, this is what I'm gleaming from that is that you, yes. you go beyond the, the tangible physical lessons, the earthly yes. lessons, to receive the higher self lessons of each soul. You know, I wrote a book called The Evolution of God, and I talked about how I interviewed thousands of people over uh, several years as I was writing the book, and I would ask them, go into a memory when they felt a connection, a divine connection, you know, uh, with, the, with the cosmos, with the uh, divine source. They never said it was in a structured way. They always told stories of suddenly feeling it in nature, having an experience. So what you were doing there and giving her a message was opening her to experiences that she doesn't remember. It's interesting to me that sometimes when I'm working with someone, uh, I will say, well, go into an experience in which you felt the love of a parent. And they will say, I never felt that love. They didn't love me. They didn't want me. They said they didn't want me. You know? And I say, uh-huh. But you couldn't get here unless there was a soul's love. Just take a deep breath and go into a memory when you felt, when you experienced a flicker. Even for a flicker. It could have been being fed ice cream or patted on the back. When you 
that connection. You experience the, that that purpose of being with that parent, and that opens them uh, in ways that that brings exactly the message you're talking about that we forget in the chatter of our daily lives but we all have those and they help us to go so it's it's this it's a spiral of evolution where we kind of feel like we go back to a memory whether it's in this lifetime or another lifetime and we access it uh just like her receiving the message that you passed to her suddenly she experiences that message and and she's in and it opens up all those points of reference uh, that are unconscious to her. And then she is untethered and she goes on in her life. This is the beauty. Yeah, indeed, because they're pivotal. They're, they're pivotal life moments. I mean, they, yes. they really do release you. They, they, you know, the ahas keep coming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, we love oh, those ahas. <laughs> oh, the ahas are brilliant. Well, yes. and, and so I'm, well, I want to go on to something that, so then you have the advanced sessions. You have yes. a whole set of... So speak a little bit about um, the advanced sessions and what they entail. Well, first of all, this whole lineage, this whole like the double helix of going back and forth between, uh, you know, clearing someone or looking at themes in your life, sexuality, love, hate, uh, money, power, all of that. And then we go to essence sessions, which means that instead of projecting into the third dimension, uh, we, we feel it inside. It doesn't mean that lifetime isn't in the third dimension, but it's an essence. It's a quality inside us, which is uh, cosmic. Uh, it's a soul conversation. And that helps us, again, to begin to peel away the illusions that we have that, that, that block us from experiencing our true purpose and uh, a higher level. And then as we go through those, the last ones are uh, clearing the grandparents on a physical level. And some people have, you know, of course, you have four grandparents or maybe more. And then the inner grandparent, because the inner grandparent uh, holds the, the highest octave of being the apex of the pyramid, the source in, in this third dimensional world of the tribe of the wisdom, that which is being passed. My higher self says that the connection between a grandparent and a grandchild is a spiritual chi, is information, a connection that goes beyond if you ever saw your grandparent or not. And then when you uh, have sessions in which you, the inner essence, uh, sessions of the essence of grandparenting, then you again continually through this progression of sessions are picking up the thread of being the source and taking that responsibility and feeling that the truth of the wisdom that belongs to that through the incarnations of the soul. And then the windows to the sky, which is where I really began using the technology that I use now. And the windows to the sky. We'll be right back after this message. Okay. giving is immeasurable. 
Give of your time, talent, resources, and money. Give not only because you can, but because by doing so, it is already coming back to you. As a people, we are only as strong as the least among us. Together, we harness the power of the collective whole and see through our deeds the power of miracles, both large and small. Find the charity that's right for you by visiting www.dearjames.com and click on Charitable Giving. One person or kind act really does make the difference. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Dear James Live with my featured guest, Chris Griscombe of the Light Institute, The Interview. And Chris, I'm sorry, we just had a quick uh, minor hiccup there, but we are back and live. So you know, uh, it, I do I live in too the much country, energy. and uh, <laughs> there is this vast, vast sky here. And also, sometimes when we're conversing, uh, I think the energy just zips out. So I, I was I, just going to say, I'm, it's vibrating high. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. So, and that so vibration you, is there, whether my voice disappears or, or your voice or not. <laughs> indeed. And so you, where where we left off was that. Um, the windows to the sky, and this is where you started this work. So if you would continue there. All right. Uh, So the windows to the sky were used in ancient times over 5,000 years ago just for the emperors of China, which would allow them to to anchor the sky, so to speak, or to get information from cosmic levels and to be fed that information. So they were very secret and no one else was allowed them. But I was awakened to those at one point in my own experience so we're going to hold tight again we're having that that high energy vibe that's taking place uh between chris and i there you are chris there there see that there there i think the 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 cosmos the universe is going ah this is so good they have to wait for it (laughs) i'm afraid that energy to its highest point of purpose and then uh, uh, looking at uh, levels of, of conscious awareness that are beyond our third dimensional selves galactic energies uh, angelic energies that have to do with other dimensions and it's it's amazing when people suddenly have lifetimes or experiences i wouldn't even call them lifetimes uh they're really soul experiences uh sometimes they have no end uh being in other planets other dimensions uh, wandering in angelic frequencies or cosmic frequencies and it changes us it truly changes us and so uh i love the window to the sky work I, I I know that's one of them that, as you and I have talked about, that's that's one that I in, incredibly I look forward to uh, experiencing with you. I know that that's going to be epic. Oh yes, um, oh yes. <laughs> I want to lead into in our in our kind of winding down in the last you know segment of the show. I want to I have a a lot of questions for you. <laughs> yes, I'll be I'll be brief. <laughs> so I want I want to ask you. I want to start off with this. If you had to choose just one word to describe the past 30 years, what would it be and why? Mm. Wow. 
to put everything in one word, I would say uh, it, it might seem simple, simple, but it would be evolution. And within that evolution are the energies of ecstasy and infinite uh, soul experience. So evolution or soul would be hard for me to choose, James. I, I know it's hard when you really think to, you know, how do you encapsulate such epic mm-hmm. work? Um, in one word, but the beauty in that, it, the evolution, I mean, from my own personal experience with the Institute and, and with you, it is evolution. It is this, this unbridled um, gift that you give yourself. Um, and it's, it's mm-hmm. such a beautiful moment. You, you spoke earlier about interviewing over your course of, of 30 years and, mm-hmm. and the many books and, and everything that you've written and the interviews. And something popped in, and I'm going to bring it back now, um, was this issue of, if you were to interview God, what would, <laughs> what would you ask, or what would you say? <laughs> oh, that is really something, that question. <laughs> I, I would say, I would ask that uh, I be tethered to God and that we evolve together. Because I know that God evolves. And so I, I see it like the tail of a comet, you know, mm-hmm. uh, visually. And uh, that's what I would ask, that, that I would be able to expand my consciousness to take that ride. Because it is eternal. And to be able to embrace that, to be a part of it, and then to express it. Because we are the expression of the divine source. But the closer we are, the more we access it, the more we can give it away. And true. It's mm-hmm. a full loop, isn't it? It's that yes, what it you're, is. That's what you're doing is already coming back to you. So it's that yes. whole principle of, you know, you are. Uh, that's you know, right. So many times when, when we speak about love, Chris, so many people speak of love in an external fashion. Yes. And once you, once you come to accept this statement of I am love. I am love. Then Absolutely. everything really changes. It's it, and it, it's quite an epiphany because all of a sudden it's not external of you anymore. That's right. Um, and and that allows us to fill up and there's there's really no end to that filling because there's there're infinite uh, expressions of love. The way to experience it, the way to give it, the way to uh, uh, learn it. It end. It, I am love is is a way of saying I am God, uh, cosmic source, universe. Indeed, I, it, you know it's the it's the encapsulating I am. Yes, and it is. So, next question is: In your seventy three years on the planet and your fifty eight <laughs> plus years in service to the soul, where have we been, and where are we going? <laughs> Oh my! Well, I, I'm going in that. You didn't expect any softballs today, did you? <laughs> <laughs> You're leaving me speechless. <laughs> well, you know, I would say I'm writing a book right now called "Potential Body: Helix of Enlightened Health," and it, it describes this that uh, we end where we begin. It's simply that there is an illumination that occurs. So where have I been? I have been in darkness. I have been in light. I have been in ecstasy. Uh, and, and, and all of these illuminations have taught me, which I want to pass to the world, is that we always exist. Nothing can harm us. And where am I going? Uh, to 
articulate better, to to be a template, to uh, use the life. You know, I've had six near-death experiences. So for me, to use this body and my consciousness in, in more enlightened and joyous ways and to tickle that into everyone who is my teacher, everyone that I meet, to look at them, to see that in them and have them see that in me and to have that cosmic giggle. What else is there? Yeah, there, and, and it's true. I mean, you know, which I, I think everybody can hear and feel just from your energy and your voice and, and your delivery, but also to be with you. It is this joy. I mean, you have this electricity about you that <laughs> that truly, you know, brings the smile. I mean, I'm sitting here smiling, smiling, <laughs> smiling. I'm, you know, if I could be, you know, dancing yeah. and laughing and still doing the show, I would. Um, <laughs> I love that. That's Electric that's, fluidity. That's who we are, James. There we go. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you now, out of all your work, what has fascinated or amazed you the most? Mm. What has amazed me the most is that we never we never know who anyone else is. I remember when I first began doing the windows, uh, I was very, I uh, wanted to work on illuminated people. And I did work on many people who are teaching the world who who are uh, visible, who have a lot of power. But the great teaching to me was a particular experience when I didn't want to work on a woman because she I was tired and she you know she seemed like her problems were just you know that yak yak yak. I put her on the table and within two seconds there was this huge seven foot Lemurian standing there. She was, and from that moment, I was freed of my own judgment of my own. Oh, this is who someone is, and through all the people that have been on my table that have, that I have been with, I have enjoyed and loved the recognition that we will discover together who you are, because you can't tell it by their words, you can't tell it by their bodies, you can't tell it by their presence. You can only tell it as you pierce their heart, as they pierce their own hearts, as they open uh, to who they are. And you will always and forever be stunned and in great admiration. And that's what it has been for me. And that's why I, 58 years, it's nothing. I'm still in a place of amazement and uh, applauding, applauding each person that I come into contact with. Well, and you used a, you stated something that when we were together, which was really brilliant about, and this is to me, it's it's the eternal gift of teacher student student teacher, and that if you were ever above the bar, mm-hmm. you've you've lost you know you've lost the game so to speak because in that in what you've just said in that what appears to be this woman on the outside isn't who she is at a soul level. That's right. And if we deny ourselves that lesson of who who are you you know that's true. and that's why that's why each and all of us must continually absorb and explore uh those infinite books of life you know uh, uh at the light institute we work on ourselves three times a year we give ourselves intensives because we don't want to get above that bar we want to always growing ourselves and exploring so that we can applaud each person you know, the darkest Lord becomes the greatest Lord of light. It's all a cosmic giggle. 
I love, I love that cosmic giggle. <laughs> so it, it makes me laugh. It's beautiful. It's, um, and it frees us from all of the judgment, you know. It's this way, it's that way. No, it's usually never the way you think it is. <laughs> so my next question then is, with all, in all of this work, what yes. didn't you see coming? Oh, there's so many things I did. I didn't is that a whole other coming. show? <laughs> oh, that is a whole other show. I didn't see coming so many other things from the other side of the veil. I didn't see coming the connection between the darkest Lord and the brightest Lord of light. Uh, I didn't see coming people do things that were miraculous or impossible. I've seen people levitate on my table. I've seen people uh, vomit up spirits. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there have been so many things that I was not expecting to occur that have uh, each and every one shaken loose any kind of uh, structure of this is the way it is. Because the way it is, <laughs> the way it is has infinite points of reference. It's just an amazing, it's an amazing journey when you look back, I am sure. Yes, um, it is. You know, to look at the longevity and, and the beauty. And that's, and that's to be, you know, 30 years in celebration of 30 years of the Light Institute. And, and before I forget, I want to, um, to learn more about the Light Institute and to visit their website. Um, you'll want to go to lightinstitute.com. And from there, you will see the vast amount of work and, and more in-depth uh, information on each of these and the upcoming May 15th uh, anniversary intensive that's going to be held in uh, the uh, pastoral village of Galisteo. It's just outside of about 12 miles, I think, outside of Santa Fe. Um, incredibly beautiful setting and everything. Chris, if you had a message for humanity at this time, what would it be? I guess I would say, and this is not my original one, but I would start at this point, see God in each other. Um, what I would say is know that what happens to you happens to me. So live your life, every moment of your life, as if it were the moment of your life. And how do you do that when you're busy with your daily life? You simply feel that you're, you're bringing the cosmic divine energy through your vehicle, through your presence, through your life, and radiating it out from you into the world. As you do that, the giver has the power. As you do that, all of your judgments and others or, your, or the situations of life will fall away from you, and you will be at peace. That would be my message, that you can come to know that you make a difference in this world by and everyone can do it. You know how to do it. Deep within you, you are the star of the universe. Incredible, beautiful. Well, on that note, I'm going to – you for me – are a brilliant, brilliant, bright star in the universe, Chris. And the work Thank that you, you have James. done is and continue to do um, tirelessly is uh, is really a gift to humanity. And and it's the reason that I wanted the listeners to understand the gift that is the Light Institute and the gift that is Chris Griscombe. Um, as I said, with all of her, that the... the 58 plus years of service to the soul 
And when I talk about the soul in that, the service to the soul, I mean to the soul of humanity, to the soul of the universe. Um, mm-hmm. It may have been the thousands that have come across the your intensives or, or private um, sessions and so forth, but as you've so eloquently stated, each one, what's done to them was done to us. Um, and, and in that, the beauty of our connectivity and our oneness with the universe. Um, with that, Chris, I hope you'll always come back to the show. Um, it's mm. such an honor and a privilege to have you. Um, go ahead. James, go ahead. and it's my honor to be with you. Talk about a brilliant star in the universe. And I know that all of the people that are connected to you are so grateful for the way that you have influenced and uplifted their lives. And so it is so wonderful to walk in this world as soul friends, which we are. Thank you so very much for that. And, and for everybody listening, again, I want to give you the closing uh, information for the 30th anniversary. It is May 15th to the 18th. Um, it is the Special Anniversary Light Institute Intensives. It is going to be held in Galisteo, New Mexico. It's lightinstitute.com. And we will definitely have Chris back for more uh, because the the brilliance of how multi-incarnational work and, and what I call sometimes the residue of these other incarnations and how they are playing out or influencing you, um, it's a tremendous gift. And when you do this, the intensives, the work, you come out the other side um, evolved, expanded. And mm. those are gifts that are priceless. So with that, I just want to say again, Chris, thank you so, so much for your time, your brilliance, your gift, and the spirit that is you. And to all of your Light Institute facilitators that work with you and their brilliance and their gifts that are being shared um, throughout the globe. I mean, from Germany, Brazil, Mexico, um, Greece, so many different places where they are being held throughout the year. So thank you again, Chris. You've been listening live to Dear James. This is the interview with founder Chris Griscom of the Light Institute. We'll be back next week. And as I always say, no matter where you are or whom you're with or what you're doing, wrap yourself in goodness. You've been listening to Dear James Live on the radio with your host, Dear James. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.